Greetings, y'all. It's your knock, Peter Mata, and welcome back to another Golf Stories podcast. We're live on location. We are here. We made it. Daryl, hello. We this made it. The first time I'm really meeting Daryl in person. We made it. <laughs> this is it's, insane, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome to have you. Have you? This is my my place. I'm letting him stay uh, for as long as he wants, really. And uh, kind, kind gesture, everything. Yeah. First class. Absolutely. All yeah. good. Even picked him up from the airport. Did everything. Like yeah. every everything to this moment has been amazing. Thanks, yeah. bro. Absolutely, yeah. It's been a it's been a fun ride. It's been about a day in. We even had dinner with our boy Adam yesterday. Adam, another MVP in my book. Mm-hmm. We had a little uh, like master's dinner. Uh, I think Hideki Matsuyama would have been jealous with the food that yeah. we got yeah. yesterday. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I uh, indoctrinated Daryl into uh, the whole New Orleans Louisiana experience. Because uh, this week is the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, my home uh, event, and uh, I'm excited to go with it. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about, of course, the week that was the RBC Heritage the week before. Uh, Daryl, uh, I picked you up, and we were kind of watching it on the road. But uh, did you catch any of the highlights or anything during the week? I, I watched, you know, during the week. I watched early, and then I watched on the plane whenever, mm-hmm. whenever I could. And you saw a bunch of guys you know, bunched up and obviously when it dropped, it still was bunched up. And, you know, that's a tournament that I love going to mm-hmm. and tough that I wasn't there at the end of the day. Good finish. Jordan speed, Patrick Cantley, like they've always been playing well. It's just a matter of time. Like those good players just figure out a way to get it done. Yeah. Uh, Jordan speed, man, he's back on it. The second straight year he won it on the Easter Sunday. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> he's, he's just solid. I mean, he, what is it? Win 13. Win 13. Lucky so, number 13. you know, he's – even though the swings doesn't mm-hmm. look as, you know, pleasing compared I, – I liked his other swing based yeah. on looks, but at the end of the day, it's what gets it done. Yeah, he's doing that weird little – Yeah. Don't know. Whatever. Kind of loop-de-doop and pull, but, you know, whatever works, man. <laughs> it's pulling in the right direction. Uh, yeah, he – you know, he's missing all sorts of putts. But uh, he does what he does best as far as scrambling and everything like that. Obviously, up and downing in the playoff against Mr. Cantlay, who also played great. Uh, second straight week with a uh, Texas University of Texas dude. I called it, except I picked the wrong University of Texas guy. Uh, but my other picks did pretty well. Top 10 uh, for Tommy Fleetwood. And, gosh, Shane Lowry was right Shane there, Daryl. I, I, I didn't want to say anything. I thought there was moments in time I'm like, he's getting it done. He's getting it done. We're going to break you know, what we've been struggling with. We'll have to wait another week. <laughs> we will have to wait another week. I mean, yeah, Shane Lowry is right there until he made that double. And he was still right there, but, I mean, that double, he was right in control at that, that point in time. Uh, man, uh, and he's been playing well. Like, he's actually uh, in the odds for the Zurich Classic, I think, uh, favored pretty nicely. Uh, the CBS model likes them a lot, him and Ian Poulter. Uh, but, yeah, man, Shane Lowry, uh, Shoot, man. I, I really thought he had it. Uh, Harold Varner III, 54 hole leader, HV3. Um, any word on, on that or any other contenders? I mean, HV3, I, I definitely wanted to see him get it done. Yeah. Good dude. Always been, always been, you know, class A dude every time I've talked to him. And again, definitely wanted to see him get it done. Like so many on that mm-hmm. leaderboard, you never knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you got to golf your ball. Hilton Head is very – it's a tough golf course. It's mm-hmm. not very long. You know, Brian Gay won by 
a lot when Double he won. Digits. So, you know, it's just great golf course, classic old school. Yeah. Good, good place to be. Yeah. It was a bunch later, but I think Cam Davis shot like a 63 on that final day. Yeah. One yeah. Back. Uh, Van Royen was up there sneaking his nose in there. Um, yeah. Harold Varner, the third, almost got in that first one. He, man, just you know, all, every putt down the stretch looks good. It just didn't fall for him. Uh, there's just a number of guys. I think it was tied third, like seven players, which was just one shot out of the playoff. And like I said, I would see Patrick Cantlay. Uh, and yeah, Hilton Head, man, that uh, the last hole, uh, you know, two premier players playing their best golf and, uh, you know, they come up short on the bunker. Uh, you know, that's that's a classic hole. Like that, that, that's exactly what you're talking about as far as uh, Harbor Town and you know, um, trying to defend uh, to, against the top players. I mean, right in the middle of the fairway, he came and hit a green. So, uh, yeah, tough duty for them. Congratulations to Jordan Spieth. Even with missing uh, all those uh, short little putts, man, I, you know, his wife said something amazing uh, in between uh, rounds. So, you know, just wait five seconds uh, <laughs> before you tap it in. And actually, I had a first tee clinic uh, today, and I was telling the kids that, like, don't take little things for granted. And I told that exact uh, uh, tip to them, wait five seconds, you know. It's, it's very small, but, hey, you know, it can help. It obviously help Jordan Speed. Uh, but any last comments on uh, RBC Heritage? They put on a great event, RBC. And I mean, they say, you know, I watched the telecast, like, because it used to be the Verizon Heritage, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're looking for a new sponsor, and RBC took over. Definitely has been a great sponsor even from a caddy perspective going there like it's always just been pleasant food's been great like they take care of us like so those little type of things like it goes to show they're doing great things because if if they're taking care of us how much more everyone across mm-hmm. the board yeah absolutely i always get that uh, i've never been there but i always get that feeling of it's just a nice cozy southern town like yeah. a nice little warm blanket uh over there uh, but yeah, that was the RBC Heritage. Uh, we'll flip the page. Obviously, I don't do the live on location type of thing because we're, uh, you know, here, you know, together. But uh, just imagine I'm changing the screen from the lighthouse to a gator that's or something. That, and that's the line <laughs> off the tee is that lighthouse. That's the beauty of that lighthouse is, <laughs> hey, where do you want to hit it at the lighthouse? Yeah. One of the easiest holes to caddy for the tee shot. Where do I hit it? Lighthouse. That's interesting because Nick Cotto was saying on the telecast, this is a wide open tee shot. It's wide like open tee shot. The, a regular average player would be looking at the water only in, yeah. only thing but the water, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So we're going to flip the page from that lighthouse to uh, just imagine, like I said, a gator or the 18th hole at TPC Louisiana. Uh, it's this week. It's my home event. I play TPC Louisiana a number of times, probably, gosh, a couple dozen times and, and mostly tournament golf. And, you know, other little events. Um, I don't always get to play it in uh, good conditions, Daryl, but, uh, you know, it, it's awesome to always have, it's awesome to have a tour event in uh, New Orleans and in Louisiana in general. Uh, what do you, what can you tell me about TPC Louisiana? 7,400 yards. It's uh, harder than people would imagine, actually. There's gators on the golf course. So watch out for that. First off, it's this year, this year is looking a little bit different. You know, with the hurricane and, and all that stuff, there's been a lot of trees taken out. You know, one of the most popular one is on hole number 11. Yeah. You know, that tree is taken out, which, like I said, it's very, it's in the way, mm-hmm. in a good and bad way. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be more strategic and actually execute a shot. So that tree's out of there. And 
again, a lot of the trees, it looks a little bit different. So when you see it this week, you'll see like some of the changes and, uh, it's in great shape. Mm -hmm. I think from a greens perspective, it's the best that I've seen. It is my fourth, uh, Zurich classic. And I think the greens is the best I've seen it. So let's put it that way. Wow. And I know you were kind of telling me that sometimes TPC Louisiana, as far as the standards with tour, sometimes it is a touch shabby. Yes. Which I, I can yes. look. I can admit too. I, I could tell just from TV and you know my experience there. Um, that's good to hear. That's but they and talking to the guys that are there. I guess they've had a great lately mm-hmm. from a weather perspective. It's been great. So they've been able to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And again, like even on a Monday today, we played the pro am today. Uh, I'm caddying this week for DA points for you know mm-hmm. a pair of Scott If you guys didn't know. Yeah. So we played prime today. And again, the, for a Monday, the course was already looking, you know, flush. So yeah. they're slow playing it a little bit because they don't want to lose it by the time, you know, <laughs> the weekend comes, but for a Monday, it's the best I've seen it. The greens are already nice. So definitely looking forward to this week and the weather based on looking at the weather, it's, it's looking nice today for once Yeah. today. It was a North wind, which is odd because it's normally in the east, southeast, southeast mm-hmm. type of. So we, you know, even though we played the pro am and it was a north wind, fairly strong, we still kind of played how we would play, you know, during the tournament with that east, southeast type of wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I saw on your story you posted that you were there, and it did look very lush and green, yeah. very juicy. Yeah, yeah, more so than I've ever really seen it. And yeah, the weather has been nice and like dry, and I think that's really why I would say probably the problem with TBC Louisiana just because of the climate here. Yeah. Is the so inconsistency harsh. of it. Yeah. You know, we get so much harsh rain and actually, you know, blessing the skies. Yeah. The trees are gone because of uh, hurricane Ida, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's surprising. I actually just heard that's breaking news to me that the tree on 11, that's a distinct tree for it, that whole. It is a distinct tree. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure some pros are actually not going to miss that, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, fairly go at it now yeah yeah all things go yeah um yeah so that's gonna help the golf course i always say that it's kind of a zooped up version of the tpc sawgrass obviously doesn't have the distinct nature of the island green and you know the prestige of the players but it's obviously a tpc course some pete dye influence uh steve elkington kelly gibson shout out are the ones who helped design it um yeah, uh, I've played there a number of times. I'm actually going to be volunteering this week. I'm going to be on Shot Link, baby. There we go. Greenside 3, uh, Thursday and Friday. So if you're out there, uh, feel free to give me a shout. I'll probably be focusing uh, as, you know, it is actual work, you know, uh, volunteering. Uh, Daryl, what, what can you tell me about, like, the Shot Link things and maybe what caddies and players use it for? Or so like the green side, you know, it's just – definitely not as you know it's definitely used more for stats mm-hmm. perspective so it marks up all the stats but definitely like the tee shots and the approach mm-hmm. caddies definitely will check again we know it's not 100 percent accurate but say if somebody hits one wayward we definitely like to check our you know mm-hmm. check our numbers to see if we're pretty close or close mm-hmm. or you know say if there was a cover you know that we didn't get or mm-hmm. that we thought was right or wrong uh we definitely check you know, shot link for all that stuff. So it's definitely been a game changer because I know like working on the corn fairy doesn't have that, you yeah. know, doesn't show like, you know, 150 to the flag. So it definitely on the PGA tour, that's a perk for us caddies to where 
we can kind of take a peek on, you know, how we played things and, you know, stuff like that game plan. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. did we really lay up to, you know, this or Mm -hmm. that? So it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's again, a great, great thing that they do for us. Yeah. It's such a, it's an undertaking for sure. I mean, let me tell you, since I am volunteering, like we do meetings uh, beforehand, we have trainings on the site trainings uh, and it's like, there's what hundreds of volunteers. That's just shadowing, by the way. Uh, and that's over four days, five days, including Wednesday. And uh, also, you know, they also have extended barriers. You have uh, uh, just a bunch of marshals, uh, spotters, walking score, walking scores. I mean, there's just so many volunteers on the PGA tour. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. So I would definitely encourage any of y'all who are just interested in that experience that it, it's something else. I mean, you actually, for instance, we actually have to pay like $50. You get a shirt, you get a hat, but you also get like free food to, because you're going to be working uh, the event and everything like that. It's just such an interesting experience. You feel like you're definitely a part of the tournament more so than anything. Uh, plus, you're obviously watching golf. You know, it's it's not all bad. I'm not making it out that you're you're working hard and not getting any pleasure, but you're actually seeing the, the best up close and personal. And I will say for shotling, the duties that goes with it, I can I can admit it's, it's, it's not, especially inside that 10 feet range, because you're using like a tablet. Uh, it's quite difficult to know exactly where the players are on the green. So maybe y'all stats on the inside 10 feet, just by the way, might be a little janky. Uh, but I mean, usually pros are pretty automatic there anyway. Uh, again, I think volunteers are definitely mm-hmm. underappreciated because especially on the PGA Tour, I don't think it, they'll say it, but events won't go on without, yes. you know, volunteers. Cause like they tried it with, during COVID, like quote unquote, there was volunteers, but you never know what it realized mm-hmm. there were volunteers. It just wasn't as shown, yeah. you know? So during COVID there was volunteers. And so, you know, they saw how short staffed it was and, you know, at that time. So definitely to, to make it pleasing and ran, if, you know, to, to, for it to be run efficiently, mm-hmm. you need the volunteers like me. It's mm-hmm. not even like, you know, you need them. Like legitimately. Yeah. Like what you just said, like these events can't go on without any volunteer help. Uh, I mean, it, it's, I, I cannot under, overstate how much like, you know, that they put in for us and uh, how much, uh, you know, training and everything is such an undertaking. Uh, it's really cool though. Like I said, like definitely do so if you could just to get that experience. Uh, volunteering baby. Yeah. Uh, TPC, Louisiana, um team event what's your thoughts on team event action it's it's definitely you know the best ball even though the best ball is team but it's not really team because you're just kind of going about your business the alternate Mm -hmm. shot really is the is the tough part it stands out the most you know when guys guys play different golf balls so they Mm -hmm. react their swings and how they compress golf balls are different so you need to kind of figure out that and also make sure you commit to, you know, both instead of like you miss a shot and be like, Oh, that was my golf ball. Mm-hmm. So that aspect is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of have to make the best of it. And again, you decide, are you going to be on teeing off on evens or odds? So one thing that stands out is three out of the four par fives or three of the four par fours, excuse me, are odds. So, you know, you, you got to figure out who likes hitting those par threes more. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes into it. 
what's nice for me mm-hmm. is my the players that the team that I'm with they're they're going to decide on all that like they're not going to ask any input from you know the, the caddy team between so which is nice mm-hmm. so I'm out of it but when it comes to you know making decisions mm-hmm. you know otherwise I'm still back in it the only thing I'm not deciding is they're going to decide on the golf ball yeah. and they're going to decide on what holes they tee off on. You're so. not exactly like, are you comparing yards with their, his other, the other caddy or anything like that? No, I, at the end of the day, like even, so this is my fourth time doing it based yeah. on what I've learned is, you know, even an alternate shot, you let every team do it on their own. On their own thing. Yeah. yeah. The only time if a team is going to sort of help is if your player is putting and he wants another read read from his teammate but for the most part as a team you kind of trust what they're doing Mm -hmm. you you came to this team you know to have trust in each other so you can't even if they're even if you see like they're aimed wrong or whatever Mm -hmm. you unless they ask you 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 kind of let them go yeah i mean they are pros after all so yeah they're gonna handle their own business yeah you know i i at first when they said it was gonna be a team event i was like ah you know, uh, I don't know about this. This tournament's already struggling as is, but you know, seeing that uh, the players enjoy it seemingly, and uh, you know, it brings in the top field. Let me tell you guys, in 2010, this thing was a, I would say, glorified a corn fairy tour event. I mean, excuse my language, but I mean, it really was. Uh, like we had like one player in the top 50 come here, uh, and I and you know, I said it during the Valero. I know I, I read a ranking of the courses on tour and. The Zurich and the Valero one was like bottom two. So it it this team aspect has really changed this whole aspect of this tournament. And I'm happy for it. You know, I've actually enjoyed it. It's definitely a shakeup in the schedule. You know, you had the match play a few weeks ago. Now you get a little team event action. Uh, you know, you need that type of thing to keep it, keep it fresh. Um, so I guess uh we'll get into the picks. I know Daryl, you're not gonna be no picks to, this week. No picks again, if you somehow overlooked i'm with the eight points this week yeah uh chris stroud currently is out for you know about five six weeks mm-hmm. so we'll see you know how that shakes up but in the meantime just kind of whenever i get a chance to you know work and caddy i'm all about it so this mm-hmm. week da asked me and we've worked together before and here we are yeah and like i said i think the, the easiest thing was you know peter was here we wanted to do this show you know the things you do for the show yeah, you have to for the show, so, for the pod. I made it happen. Yeah, but he, he Peter down for just the pod. I mean, <laughs> give credit to Peter. He's doing way over more than he should, and he's he's been great. So it's my pleasure. Yep, sure. amazing. Let's let's get this picks going. Yeah. So uh, just by the way, for your boys, uh, if anyone wants to know, I think they're like 150 to one. What um, is the? What is it? No, oh, we're towards the towards the bottom. Of the, the dark horse, dark people. horse, super dark horse. So put your bottom dollar in Scott Gucheski and uh, da points. DA points. Yeah. Come on. What is it? It's 80 teams, top 33, get into uh, the cut. Um, so cheering for them, of course. My dark horse pick, I'm eyeing this little crew right here, Daryl. This little Charlie Hoffman, Nick Watney action. Uh, I believe. Wani also lives in Las Vegas, I want to say. He lives in Austin now. Austin now, okay. He used to live in Vegas. I know Nick Watney. Yeah. He's kind of a – he was a little bit of a childhood hero of mine. Wow. He's definitely one of the, you know, California guy, Fresno State, Mm -hmm. you know. True, yeah. I I joke with him all the time. I'm like, Nick, you know, you were my hero. 
And he's like, <laughs> he's like, D, he thinks I'm joking. It's funny because he thinks I'm joking and I'm low-key not. Like there was one, it was the week of, I think it was the week of, it was either the week of Detroit or Minnesota. Mm. And I had a Facebook post from like whenever he won in that realm. And it was like, Nick Watney won. What an amazing guy, you know, whatever. Like I made us some posts on Facebook when I was in college. And because I know Nick, you know, I said, Nick, come here. I got to show you something. So I showed him like, look at the post I was posting about (laughs) you, man. And he's like, get out of here. And then just kind of just shrugged it off. And, but yeah, I showed him a post, you know, Nick Watney. I think he won the, I think the one that he won was the Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans? Did he win he, that one? He might. Yeah, no, he won. I know he won Tiger Sherman back in 2011. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was 2011. I made that post. Yeah. And I showed Nick Watney. So good choice. Good yeah. choice. I mean, I, based on years past, their walk up song is California Love. Because they're both hello. California people. Cali. Yeah. Uh, Chucky Hoffman, Nick Watney, one of the nicest people I've heard. Yeah. Heard yeah. And on tour. Uh, yeah. 150 to one. That's pretty stout. I mean, for a dark horse. Man, uh, Charlie Hoffman, you know, that, you know, typically actually plays this. My, my dad loves watching Charlie, Charlie Hoffman. He really is a big Charlie Hoffman believer because he thinks he has just the ma- most amazing talent. Uh, just hasn't really, you know, delivered as many of the wins as possible, but really is a talented ball striker and player in general. Usually puts himself up there and especially here. And Nick Watney, of course, first PJ Tour event was on TPC Louisiana uh, back when he was wearing that vintage uh, Virginia Tech uh, Tylos hat. Uh, back way back then but yeah 150 to one and Nick Wani's got a second place this season I I think that's a I'll take that yes please thank you so that's my uh, <laughs> uh, dark horse pick uh, as far as contender I'm going to change it up a little bit I know we we usually have like it going in order as far as like the odds like uh, contender is usually worse odds than our winner but I'm going to switch it up uh, the favorite for this week is Mr. Victor Hovland and Kyle Morikawa uh, as you do, you know, you know, top, hard not to top five players in the world, uh, young studs, my age out there, just whipping on the boys, uh, plus 700 was that seven to one, uh, shoot. I'm going to go with them as my contender pick. So I'm not quite as confident actually getting the W, uh, interesting last year, Louis Ustazen and, uh, Charles Schwartzel came in second, uh, Louis Ustazen hasn't won in the, the U.S., interesting yeah. enough, the past, despite having a major and despite contending so much, hasn't won the U.S. Victor Hovland, for as good as he is, technically hasn't won in the U.S. He's won twice in Mexico, PJ Tour events, you know, Puerto Mayacoba. Rico. Yeah, Mayacoba twice in Puerto Rico. PJ Tour events, I mean, I'm not right. slouching on that. And obviously a lot, of, a few DP World Tour events, but hasn't won in the U.S. So I'm kind of going with that sort of voodoo vibe. It is New Orleans after all. So... <laughs> I'm going to go with them. I'm not quite as confident. I mean, I'm still picking them as a contender. And obviously, Morikawa, Zurich sponsorship. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think he's can play anywhere, well, anywhere. Uh, kind of got dragged down by uh, old Matt Wolf last year. Uh, unfortunately, Matty Wolf doesn't look like he's in the field. So I don't think he's in the field this week. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't find a partner uh, after Morikawa turned him down this week. But I, I like this, uh, this pairing as my contender pick. Um, any thoughts on on that? I know, not picking, but I mean that's that's studs, <laughs> elite. Yeah, I mean they're beasts. So it's kind of an obvious pick. They're the favorites. So for my winner pick, 
I'm going to go with a little Chilean flavor, a little Joaquin Neiman, Mito Pereira, 25 to 1. The dub, I'm feeling more confident in them. I'm feeling that they're Chilean vibe together. Mm-hmm. You know, Neiman's playing well, obviously. Pereira was the uh, Corn Ferry Tour Player of the Year. I think he, he won three times last year. Yep. Yep. He had the Battlefield promotion, which is rare. Um Finally got his, you know, he got his feet wet this early in this year, and mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, now I'm, I'm ready. I've got my, got my bud next to me. Got, we're in New Orleans, which has got a little international flavor in general. I like it. I, I think that's that's going to be uh, my winner pick. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say on that. What, what do you think about those two players? I mean, what I think first off that comes to mind is uh, they're both Team Ping. So, <laughs> shout out Adam. Hey. Shout out Adam. <laughs> even even when Adam's not on, we're still shouting him out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's just ball striking. Mm-hmm. Both of them. It's just they're just unreal. Like their moves are very nice. And mm-hmm. again, great pick. Yeah, twenty five to one. I think that's a that's solid odds. It's not very like solid odds. They're not like they're out of the realm uh, for for that. Really great field. Uh, like I said, changing from the team event to, to I mean, we've got, you know, Shoffley and Cantlay is an interesting pairing. Sam Burns, of course, my boy, it would, uh, Billy Horschel, uh, Shane Lowry and Ian Poulter. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a stout field. I'm excited to get out there and, and watch it. Um, as far as uh, some of the fun things they do, I know they do a little walk-up song action. Only for the weekends, though. Only for the weekend now. The first time I was here in 2017. For everyone. But I think it just took too much time. Yeah. You know, the play got delayed, and it just they just moved it to the weekend. Yeah. And same thing. Early 2017 was the first time they did the team event. And even us pros, I mean, I'm not me. I, <laughs> when I was around the pros, sorry, excuse mm-hmm. me. You're good. I'm still You're pro I'm a glorified, glorified amateur. Uh <laughs> Yikes. So even when they were talking about it, they were still unsure. Mm-hmm. So I think it being from 20, 2017 and now, I think the, the it's been going well. That's why they've kept going on. Because mm-hmm. I think I think the one thing the PJ Tour does is like if it's not going well, if it's not anyone's cut, cup of tea, cut they'll cut it. it. Yeah. And so I think based on what I just in general know, just without even knowing any stats or anything, I think this is the best field mm-hmm. it's been from a team event. Yeah. That's just absolutely. my two cents. Like, again, we haven't talked about this and I don't, I think you just looked over it, but Scotty Shuffler's in the field. Oh, So I mean, like not saying I'm giving you hints, advice. It's with, with the way he's. Ah, how can I miss that? Oh my again, he could basically go oh, do it by himself. Yeah, snagged him one of these while yeah. he was at it. You know, four out of six. So, gosh, dog, man, eleven to one. Ryan Palmer just seemingly always gets number one players with his partners. He, he, right? There, there must be. Some, uh, there's a mystery to Ryan Palmer. I think he must be a likable guy, yeah. or he has blackmail on these guys. Yeah. One of the two. He's like, keep me on tour, baby. He, he's yeah. He's you know. The bone is there. I'm getting yeah. thrown that bone. But we're, we're, I don't think he's getting thrown that bone because, like I said, he's mm-hmm. he's a great player in his own right. So, mm-hmm. g- great ball striker. So, again. But, yeah, that was a team that I definitely took a peek at. Yeah, man. Four out of six. Maybe five out of seven. Yeah. After this week. Yeah, no. Ryan Palmer, actually, uh, fun fact, I'm like, uh, he was one of the first few players I followed back in, like, those sevens, Eric. 
uh, and he signed my autograph How about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I followed him ever since. And he, he's always been like a solid player. Good. He's a grizzled vet, as you would describe now. And yeah, pretty likable guy, I'd say. And he had speed the first year here as a team. He had Rom, of course, they won. Now he's got Scheffler just getting his number one picks. He's hitting the draft lottery, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's a good mention. Um, gosh, how about this? Uh, since we did, we're on the, the topic of music, what would your song choice be? <sighs> I mean, it's been played. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I like country a lot. Oh, I definitely, yeah. since we're in the area, obviously it depend on my partner, but it'd definitely be Colin Batman. Oh, I like it. You know, so I know the one year, uh, Steven Yeager and JT Poston mm-hmm. uh, play that song and JT Poston's caddy sang, really? you know, Colin oh. Baton Rouge wow. in, in the little intro. And he actually did it. It's, it's up somewhere on the internet. And so, like I said, just the Louisiana vibe. Yeah. So Isn't that, JT Poston from Alabama? Uh, no, he's from North Carolina. North Carolina. His caddy. His caddy. Yeah. Okay. His caddy was the one who sang the, you know, Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Garth Brooks, baby. Yep. That country love. I know this isn't music match play, but country love, baby. Yeah. Getting some on, on some golf stories podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's a one thing I will say when they do play the music, I wish they kind of adjust it. it it's kind of a little weird how they do it. Yeah, it's, it's like, not. It's not. They should like announce still, names and then play the song as they're like coming out. Right. right. It's not. Like, it's not, you know, perfect by all means, but yeah. it's just it's it's hard to transition that to golf to yeah, golf yeah. you know again who, what the phoenix open does a great job in tr- transitioning something different yeah. and so they've definitely you know have it down mm-hmm. zurich is in that realm is still working at it huh, it's just like it's like calling out the starters in basketball like at guard right. mean, come on now it shouldn't be that hard pj tour it's one thing i think i do love the idea of them. uh my song yeah, what are we going with? Um, I might go Black Eyed Peas. Let's get started. I yeah. might go with Animan, little till I collapse. Just get me really pumped before the round and get the get the crowd pumping. I think that's my my. What that's your go. that's your vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would go hard in the paint with that. <laughs> get everyone cranked up. Get them crunked up. I don't know. Maybe ooh, if they yes, yeah, maybe some uh, you know, stand up and get crunk that. People down here obviously love that because of the Saints tied in. So maybe maybe do that little flavor with also the Colin Baton Rouge type of thing. So you get, there's all sorts of options. I, I don't know. I'll probably go with the NMN at the end of the day. I think that's got more uh, general audience uh, love. So, yeah, I think uh, that would be my pick. Um, fun thing that they do there. Absolutely. Awesome. Fun tournament. Um, any stories that you can think of from this event? Uh, I mean, this is a story that's happening right now. I mean, this is – this no, is this, what you tell your grandchildren. This is again. This is my fourth time here, and it's 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 been good to be here. So mm-hmm. you know, I definitely you know like being here. They're definitely, I definitely could have turned down not coming here. So to for me to be here, it goes to show like this event is a good event, and the food here is just oh. amazing. I think I'm a food guy in general, so the food the food was just auto for me to just come. Yes. Yeah, I mean, on top of you know getting caddy on the PJ tour, I'll take that as well. We got you that uh, char grilled oysters. Yeah, I know. The welcoming. Yeah, a little welcoming. 
Um, shout out Superior Seafood. And I know, dude, they just like lay out a whole buffet of that on the course. Was that out there today? It was definitely out there today. I, I, uh, I didn't really eat anything on the course. Yeah. I had a little Waffle House. Mm. You know, we don't have Waffle House in California, so I had a little <laughs> Waffle House for a little, you know, light breakfast. Yeah, when in Rome. And then, uh, yeah, just, again, they're going to have it every day, so I'll probably get after it tomorrow. Okay, gotcha, so. gotcha, yeah. Um, that's good stuff, man. Um, as far as, let, let's talk about, like, uh, you know, as far as the course, and I know we talked about this maybe off the record in terms of, like, City Park is a course that they were eyeing before, I'm just generally curious about like the pros take on this course and event. Um, Cause I'd, I'd be the first to admit that. Yeah. The course isn't uh, like any other in the tour the layout or anything like that. What I mean, the, the layout's fine that there's no, I'm not really, the layout hasn't been really, they've never, I've never not, they could have talked about me, but in my eyes, you know, you typically hear, you know, guys talk about the course like bad or good and, They've never said anything about the layout. It's always just been course conditions. Course conditions. So, and again, I think a lot of it, knowing what I know, it's not because of the maintenance aren't doing what they're supposed to do. It's just the weather is just harsh conditions. Yeah, the yeah. inconsistency of the weather. So, <clears throat> um, no, they've never, the layout hasn't been, again, is it one, one tee shot that comes out to mind is six is a hard tee shot. Mm, yeah. Six brutal. is sixes so there's definitely some hard holes out there it's not just a you know birdie fest yeah so and you gotta you know the runouts mm -hmm. again if the wind gets pumping mm -hmm. so it's it's still a good test in my book no okay so like i said the layout has never i've never personally heard because if i did i'd say some it would be obvious yeah it'd be very obvious yeah no i mean I, look i play the course it's very it's very a challenging test yeah like it, it doesn't it's not any slouch i think some of the complaints is like you have the same shot on nine and 17 but i mean those are still tough shots i don't really know what you want from there right um we talked about this how 16 could be a little bit more drivable like uh yep. like the travelers uh if they opened up some trees on the right it really could be just just the same and it's a fun drivable hole yeah everyone loves drivable par fours and you know the risk reward that comes with that yeah, I mean, I think also just the location of it. It is in the middle of the swamp. Yeah, it's 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 not. <laughs> That's it's not the ideal, ideal part for yeah. sure. Um, with conditions one, and then also just like fan engagement with the city and everything. Like if it was at City Park, that'd be completely ideal. But I will say, and this is just hot take, my take, uh, that the City Park course just isn't quite uh, up to store to standard as far as layout. I think it's a little too easy unless they grew it out like the rough, like East Lake or something. I just think it would be a little too easy for the pros, but that's just my take. So don't, don't run with that to the presses or anything like that. Uh, but it's just interesting. It's always comes up for, for this tournament, as far as like, it feels like a sleepy tournament or anything like that. And they've tried so many things, but uh, the pros like it. Daryl is telling me the pros like it. No, it, it, it's a challenge, fair challenge. Again, the field, this is the best field it's yeah. been in, in my eyes. So if, Again, this would be a great opportunity for guys to take weeks off. You know, Xander mm -hmm. and Cantley and those guys. Obviously, you know, looking at when push comes to shove, like the mm -hmm. Zurich guys have to play. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're sponsored by Zurich, but as far as I know, Sky Scheffler isn't. Mm -hmm. You know, Xander and Cantley isn't, as far mm -hmm. as I know. Uh, Hovland is maybe, 
I know Morikawa Morikawa is is for sure. I know Morikawa is for sure. But that being said, he was able to, you know, Morikawa was able to, you know, persuade Hovland. And like I said, those guys are playing top events. Like this is a great week for them to take off. Yeah. No, it could you know? be. And sure. so if, especially like a two week break, technically they'd take this week off and then not go to Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, so it'd be a good two week, but to, for the, for them to keep going, it, it says a lot. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think the, like you were saying to me, Alfred, it's like, it's coming from the masters and the heritage, which those conditions are just absolutely immaculate most of the time. And then, you know, you get like a sloppy rain here yeah, and it affects the, the course conditions heavily. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to just address the elephant in the room as far as for the TPC Louisiana. I know it's talked about a lot, but I'm telling y'all that the pros like it, and I'm really glad they changed it to a team event to attract the players here. Um, but, yeah, it's my home event, baby. I'm excited. Uh, any last things, Daryl? I'm, I'm excited as well. Like I yeah. said, good to be here. Uh, the weather looks to be amazing. Today was amazing, so the first day out there, for me, my guy, it was it was good. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. Let's go to points and Scott Gutkowski. I can't get what. Name. Yeah, Scotty G, baby. You know, it's been it's been a good uh, time for Scotty's. Uh, you know, in golf. So maybe y'all got the magic. Yeah. So yeah, exciting exciting week. Uh, happy to have you here, Daryl. Man, happy to have perfect, you here. dude. Yeah, absolutely. This is this has been magic. No, it's been uh, magic on my end as well. Yeah, so. Uh, you know what to do, y'all. Like, subscribe, comment below. Let me let me know who's your picks. Let us know what your song choice would be on the first tee. Get us hyped up. Uh, you know what to do. Uh, you know your words mean something to us. Yeah. So later, y'all.